formal education for real estate agents. We're going to talk about this morning. Xanthony has been doing the real estate course, What It Takes. Stay tuned. Good morning. How are you? I'm really well, thank you. How are you? Good, good. How's your course? Do you know what? It's actually taking so much longer than I had originally anticipated. (laughs) There's a lot to go through. So if you are thinking about joining the world of real estate, just prepare yourself. If you are working full time and plan on studying as well, mind blown. Because, like, if you're working, you know, you're 40, 50, 70, 80 hours a week and then you're sleeping and then you're eating and then you're, like, friending and then you're, like, trying to whack this, it's hard, <laughs> eh? It's just really hard to find the, the mojo firstly and then get into that routine of studying as well. So, um, like I said, there is so much to go through that I didn't, I honestly didn't think real estate had so much reading and course material to go through. I kind of thought that I could just swan in, do a one-day course, be a master of everything, and then Bob's your uncle, here I am selling properties. But it's actually not that easy. <laughs> okay, so it starts, How? where does it start? So you find your course provider, you, you sign up. What's the cost? So just to do your certificate of real estate, so that's the first step to getting your license. That's about $2,000 depending on where you're going. Or if you are studying or if you are working full-time at a real estate agency, you can also do some kind of internship or apprenticeship as well. Um, So your real estate agency might be able to fund it for you. I'm a bit scared because one of my favourite course providers... Um, the Australian College of Professionals, Rose, is going to watch this and she's going to correct me about 30 times. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> that's okay. Um, so they're allowed, so you could have gone physically in to do the course or you could have done it, uh, you can do it remotely as well. You can do both. So if you are thinking about getting into the world of real estate without having a job in real estate, I would highly recommend doing the whole course first and foremost. Um, but yeah. then if you are working full-time and also want to study as well, you can do it face-to-face and go through the course material. You'll still need to do assessments outside of that. Or you can do everything online, which is where I'm at at the moment. I personally find online much harder than learning in person. I'm a hands-on person. I like the face-to-face, sitting in front of a screen for me. Reading yep. through 800 pages per module is just a lot to take in. How many modules? Uh, so I've uh, completed my certificate. I've done, and then now I'm into my licensing component. So I've done property sales. I'm yeah. now doing property management. Very exciting. Um, and then I have trust accounting to go. And then um, an elective. So my elective that I've chosen is auctioneering. <laughs> oh, you'd be a great auctioneer. You think? I don't know. Oh, oh. 
my so god. There, like, so with each no. module that you do as well, there are just a buttload of assessments. And much of it is really general knowledge if you are working in the industry. However, it's just quite time consuming to go through it all, make sure it's all accurate, cross-reference all of your reading materials and pop it together to submit. So I would say to anybody that's doing the course, just allow time for it, get into a routine and chip it away at it day by day. Uh, with the course, what's the stuff that you'd like? Hell yeah, this is actually easy, fun. I like this, I'm learning. Uh, I found the prop because I'm working heavily within the sales team, I found that yeah. stuff really cool, getting contracts together, how to exchange those, how to, what questions to ask potential vendors um, to qualify them and see how motivated they are. I found those things really interesting because it's something that I can specifically relate to and use in my day-to-day -day job. However, on the flip side, I really don't know much about property management in general. So whilst I'm learning through all of that now, it is interesting um, to learn a little bit more in depth about the legislation and what you can and can't do and the roles of different people within the property management team. So if you weren't in the industry studying for the industry, you reckon shit ton harder or it's okay? Uh, I think it would give you a lot of insight into the real estate industry, but you wouldn't really be able to understand what's what if you're not already working in there. You'd probably be able to crack, smash the course out much quicker, but you wouldn't really understand, okay, you wouldn't have that hands-on experience to really put the pieces together, in my mind. And what is the part of the course where you're like, I never, ever, ever, ever want to do this again? Studying. Well, I'm already imagining, <laughs> I haven't gotten up to it yet, but I'm already imagining trust accounting will be the one thing that will just kill me. It will eat me alive. I'm not a numbers person. I talk in colors and pictures and lots of adjectives, superfluous words. I don't really have the numbers game behind me. Uh, what is trust accounting? Cool. Money that we hold in trust of vendors, clients. Um, yeah, so it's all numbers, accounting, holding it, funds in trust. You wouldn't think it would be that hard, but it is. Yeah. But what I didn't know is as soon as you are licensed, the learning doesn't stop there. <laughs> Each year, even once you are a qualified real estate agent, every year you'll need to do continued learning and do that. Is it every six months? Do another course every six months to maintain your knowledge, make sure you do have that hands-on experience and you are keeping all of that legislation and all of the processes and procedures hot in your mind. <laughs> so it's just a lifelong learning experience in the world of real estate. And then you've got Office of Fair Trading, Department of Fair Trading up your bum, making sure you're doing everything correctly as well. Coming in, that's checking, very, stuff like that. That's very true as well and also quite stressful. <laughs> it's like when you get pulled over and by an RBT. You know you haven't been drinking, you know you've done nothing wrong, but still in the background of your mind, you're like, oh shit, what have I done? It's kind of like that when fair trading come into your office as well. 
even though you've done nothing wrong and you know you've done nothing wrong, you're still thinking, oh, shit, <laughs> what have I done? And when they do pull you over, they make you sit on the side of the road for 12 hours. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> all, all the work that has to be done to produce the compliance, to show them the compliance material and what about this, get it that, what about this, blah, that. It's, uh, it's I guess, all in all, um, what people can learn from this is it is, it's, there's definitely a, an educational piece to it, um, to real estate, ongoing and upfront. Um, try to try to get in to do the course physically rather than doing it outside of work, remotely. Um, you'll probably smash yeah. through it with, with with a teacher in front of you. Yeah. Um, and um, what sort of cost is the second course? Oh, I think it's about four or five grand do that as well so it's not yeah. cheap either um but the good part out of it is um i guess you know you once it's done initially up front it's done now um i believe you can you can lose the accreditation if you don't stay active in the industry but to re to get all the boxes ticked again at a later point so i guess for people who are not working in the industry um, and doing yeah. and doing all these modules, and if they don't exercise it, um, they may have to be sort of um, rechecked up on on the things that they've studied. Because sometimes the, course, the courses will change a little bit over over the years. Yeah, very true. And they do want you to proceed from having that certificate to getting a full license. So as soon as you do have your first step in the door. You've got your certificate of registration. You have four years holding that certificate for you to then become a real estate license. So you've got four years to complete your course. Otherwise, you'll have to do your certificate again. So they definitely want you to progress and move forward and learn in more depth, in more detail, um, all about the real estate industry. And that's it. So the Australian College of Professionals are the guys in Sydney that we recommend. Um, excellent, excellent company. Anything else you want to add, Zan? Look, I think if, you, if you're interested in real estate, before you dive in the deep end, just do a week's work experience at any of your local real estate agencies, see what it's about, get a vibe for it, and then and then proceed to do your course. Once you've made that first step in doing it, um, chip it away at it, make it part of your routine, um, and just go for it, go for gold. I have, I have an, I have a, uh, I've got to really, really support what you've just said because I've got an issue with the way we approach education, um, and I'm, I'm watching these kids leave high school, deep diving into four-year degrees, and often not using all or part of the degree, and I think that is a grand idea. Like I've always said, that kids should leave school, work for a year try maybe one two three four different jobs and then say that's what i'm going to educate myself on so that is unbelievably good advice that you've given if you are Thank considering you. real estate get into um get into it um for a week and go do some um work experience and then go yeah that's that's it i'm doing this yeah for sure and like lisa said just before come and work with our with us we are very accommodating. We love having new blood coming through our doors as well. And we'll, of course, give you a hands-on, <laughs> full experience for that week that you do want to 
um, just check it out and see if this is an industry that you'll learn to love. Big time. And before we go, Matilda's last night versus England. <sighs> it was an nail-biting game <laughs> for most of it. If you were there, I'm sure the energy just would have been next level. Yeah, and a big pat on the back. Like, to get that far, um, and I know it was sad not having the win, but, you know, wholeheartedly supporting um, supporting the team for getting that far. Australia did a great job of getting behind their team, and the team did a great job of getting that far. And, yeah. um, boy, it was an electrifying stadium the first two-thirds of the game, and then the last one-third, it was like, oh, shit. <laughs> it all kind of crumbled after then but you know what what a show what a spectacle and what a journey for the Matildas and for women's soccer in general I, it's got to be the well, it's got like, I, I don't know about the numbers but I just I didn't see it coming like this has been an, an amazing um, showcase for, for Australia and New Zealand for on, on the world stage oh Completely. And like Lisa's just said now, uh, the Matildas, female soccer, they are responsible for making people who've never loved sport, love sport. Just seeing yeah. the whole Everyone nation got- corral behind the Matildas, people who have never even followed the Matildas, jumping on that bandwagon to really rally behind them and give them that boost to, to get to this stage. It's great to see. Everyone found themselves with friends and in pubs and 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 social on a on a Wednesday night together and um, when they normally wouldn't have been. So, it, at so many points, it brought everyone together. Um, it's amazing what sport does. It's really amazing. Oh, absolutely! And I think Australia, we are very much a sport-driven nation as well, and we we just all love it. Incredible, Sam. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining me this morning. Apologies for the delay in getting started, but I'll see you next Thursday. Technical issues. See ya. See ya. Have a great day.